Inside Sources. Inside Sources. America's voice of reason. Boyd Matheson on Utah's home for elevated conversation. Inside Sources on KSL News Radio. Well, when Congress passes a law or the Supreme Court makes a ruling on a case, one of the most important concepts that everybody should keep in mind is clarity. Because, as we always say, the words have meaning and the meaning matters. And when the wording's unclear or vague, it often leads room to have confusion and all kinds of misconduct. One legal concept that can apply this to specifically is this idea of qualified immunity. It's a term that we often hear uh, as it relates to police officers, but it can actually apply to a wide range of government officials. So we want to dig into this whole idea of qualified immunity. What is it? Where does it apply? How does it create confusion rather than clarity? And how does it hurt all of us? What needs to change? What do we need to know? Uh, we always turn to our friends at Reason, Reason.com. Jacob Sullivan, senior editor at Reason, nationally syndicated columnist, award-winning journalist. He's covered everything from drug policy, public health, gun control, silver, civil liberties, and criminal justice uh, for more than three decades. and has a great piece uh, at Reason.com. And uh, Jacob, welcome to the show. Thank you. Uh, let's start with this whole concept. I think most of us, we hear... Uh, that qualified immunity and it's usually relating to some police brutality case or something, just kind of unpack that a little bit for our listeners as a baseline. Sure. Uh, Well, there's a federal statute that allows people to sue state or local officials when they violate their constitutional rights. That statute does not say anything about qualified immunity, but the Supreme Court several decades ago decided to impose that limitation on lawsuits under that statute. And what that doctrine says is that a claim cannot proceed. In other words, you can't even sue anybody unless the conduct that you allege violated clearly established law. Mm. And, and it's, you spoke of clarity. It's not clear what that means. Um, In, in many circuits, um, it is interpreted to mean that unless, a government official has previously been found to have violated someone's constitutional rights uh, in a situation that's almost exactly like the one that prompted the new lawsuit. Uh, you can't you can't proceed with with the case. Uh, so that that creates a big barrier for people, including people who have legitimate complaints about how they were treated by police officers or, or other government officials. Um, so there's been a, a, a renewed movement recently in recent years to uh, either get rid of qualified immunity entirely, which Congress could do or or the Supreme Court could do, or at least to uh, modify it. Um, And in that debate, conservatives tend to be leery of the idea because what they imagine is a scenario where police officers are just trying to do their jobs in good faith and they will be accused often frivolously of using excessive force and the fear of that kind of litigation, according to conservatives, uh, is that uh, stops the cops from uh, doing their jobs the way they should. Yeah. They're afraid to get involved because uh, they worry about lawsuits. The, uh, there, there are lots of reasons to be skeptical of, of that idea. This is a, an idea that's been promoted by Donald Trump. Um, one is that qualified immunity, that it's, it's quite hard, in fact, to sue uh, police officers. Not even successfully. We're talking about mm. sue them at all to be able to even, even make the claim. And secondly, that even if uh, plaintiffs manage to overcome that obstacle, 
uh, uh, police officers already are routinely indemnified against damages, meaning their employers pick up the tab. Yeah. Uh, but the, another aspect of that, of that sort of conventional uh, conservative narrative is that these cases are mainly about police officers accused of brutality, accused of using excessive force. And the study that came out from the Institute of Justice last week uh, challenges that notion. And they, they analyzed thousands of cases uh, where people uh, appealed to uh, circuit courts uh, challenging rulings on qualified immunity. Um, and uh, they asked, you know, what what were the facts of these cases? What did they involve? And although police officers were the most common kinds of defendants, mm-hmm. about half of the cases involved other sorts of government officials. So not just police officers. And uh, the situation where a police officer is accused of using excessive force accounted for less than a quarter of these cases. Mm-hmm. So what are, what are the other cases? The other cases often involve the source of government officials that conservatives tend to be skeptical of, to worry about. So not just the cops whom they tend to reflexively back, but you're talking about mayors, city managers, school officials, state university officials, government-employed social workers. Um, so, so the, you know, there's always been sort of this contradiction among conservatives, where they tend to be skeptical of government power, they tend to be worried that that uh, government officials would misuse their power, except when it comes to police. Uh, <laughs> which I have always, that contradiction has always, has always troubled me because those are government employees too. And if you right. think the government is prone to abuse, there's no reason to think that police officers are are, are uniquely immune from from that uh, that danger. Right. Um, but but the you know the other aspect to this is that. Uh, the vast majority of the cases did not involve claims of excessive force, and a lot of them involved uh, First Amendment claims. Yeah, and uh, some of those First Amendment claims, uh, some of those cases in, did involve police officers, but we're talking about things like people who say something on social media, and because it irritates uh, either local police or other, other local officials, they get arrested on trumped-up charges, and mm-hmm. so they file a lawsuit. And in that situation, conservatives should be you know, should, should be able to easily imagine that they could get in trouble for stuff they say online <laughs> right. that irritates somebody, right? Something that's controversial. Uh, so they have reason to be concerned about that. You've got other cases involving, you know, universities that try to squelch uh, speech that, that university officials disapprove of, right? Mm-hmm. So they have, may, may have speech codes. They may take disciplinary actions uh, against students or, or against faculty because they say politically incorrect things. You know, obviously that's a situation where conservatives would tend to be alarmed. Um, uh, but that's the kind of situation where you can file a lawsuit under this right. federal statute. Yeah. Um, you know, you also have cases which you, you hear about from time to time involving uh, state employed social workers who take away people's children for mm-hmm. reasons for, you know, for no good reason, right. as, uh, because of an ima- imagined neglect or abuse that didn't really exist. And they may, uh, parents may be separated from their children for months or longer. Um, and conservatives tend to, you know, rightly get indignant about that sort of thing. Yeah. But these are also cases where qualified immunity um, is a barrier to uh, not even to recovering damages, but to even even being able to make the claim. Just to get it right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, so uh... I, I, I think it, it really complicates the story about qualified immunity, and we shouldn't just be thinking about 
uh, police officers who are accused of, of using excessive force. Yeah. But all the other situations where police officers and, and lots of other kinds of government officials um, violate people's constitutional rights. Yeah. Uh, great perspective. This is one of those think again moments. Again, uh, we often hear that term, qualified immunity. We think uh, police police brutality. There's a host of other things. And across the political spectrum, there's things that everybody ought to think again about uh, when so many of these things lack that precision or clarity uh, that you point out in your piece. Great perspective. Uh, Everyone should check that out. Jacob Solom, senior editor at ReasonReason.com. Jacob, thanks for joining us today. Sure. Thank you. All right. uh, We'll step aside for a quick break. Uh, We'll come back with Inside Sources, Inside Look at Presidential Politics coming up next.